This is Daniel, your Game Master and Master of Ceremonies. This is Tori, and I play Dooley. This is Sorcerer, and I play Ty. This is Becca, and I play Mirgrat. And this is Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. Welcome aboard. They don't have to know that what I do is a little bit different and not for everyone's taste and variety and preferences and, uh, oh, oh, good, good, you're here. Good, good, good. You've caught me on my five, six, nine, sixteen, third, third drink. Yes. I know that you've been, <coughs> ooh, ooh, it really burns the throat. I know you've been waiting to hear back about what happened with our team the last time we spoke, since it was Ty and Duli who went to go find a ranger who wanted to see what was going on with the, the uh, tattoos. Yes, yes, yes. Well, they call tattoos. Now, that's a little later on in the story. I'm getting ahead of myself. They went again looking for someone who could answer questions and hopefully find somebody who could point them in the direction of Technomages. See, the Technomages are... Wait a minute. You've got a computer. You've got ways of looking at various databases. You go look at them. You go find out. Go. I'll wait. Are you back now? Good, good. So you look them up. Good. Now, if you've been listening to my stories already, you know why. They're looking for the amber and they think the Technomages can help. Good. So, however, you have to find the Technomage, which is kind of like finding, oh, I don't know, a Holy Grail or uh, uh, the Sacred Sword of Antares Seven, or, or maybe a full house. But to find such a person, you need somebody who knows the area. And they decided to find a ranger. The ranger Aparo, I mean Bari, who had taken on the role of being the sheriff of this new land they were colonizing. Boyan could use a good sheriff as a good colony planet. They could do worse. Or could they? However, when the ranger Aparo touched the... Ooh! Okay, eight per Bari. But when the ranger touched the symbols and the tattoos on the hands of Tai. They all had a unique vision, not unlike what they shared in the back of the shuttle. Now, here they were again, back in frame, back in focus, and as Tai had to say, something weird was indeed going on. Great question of what the hell was that had popped up. I can tell you this, that with the exception of you, Tai, with Duli, Tai, and Aparo, Nobody seems to have noticed anything. It just, it's like nothing happened except between the three of you. So that's a good question. Aparo, as a traditional Narn, blinks a couple of times, kind of shakes it off as in the, oh, well, that's very strange, but that's old hat and nothing to get excited about, which is the traditional Mimbari reaction for just about anything in public. Because uh, they're Narn, they're, they're, they're Mimbari. So, 
he looks over and he looks at Ty. He says, this is a very strange and unusual tattoo. You think? <laughs> I think many things. As do you in this regard, I believe. Everybody else saw saw that, right? Everybody else Are saw you, something. I that, why I asked. Something? Yeah, that's why I asked what it was. Okay, good. I'm not going insane, or if I am, you're going insane, and this <clears throat> person is also going insane. So that's nice to know. I'm not alone in this. Uh, Paro looks over and says, "In Mimbari Ranger training, we deal with a lot of discipline of the mind, discipline of the body." We know when there is cracks. We can sense when there are issues. None of my usual triggers have been activated in this regard. There have no, have not been any tremors or angles of thought. So whatever this is, is one of several things. This is an outside influence. This is a chemical reaction of some type, though I doubt it's anything like alcohol, uh, which Mimbari become very problematic with or it is an outside influence such as uh, telepathy or something beyond our usual ken okay but this is twice something like this has happened now when was the other time on the ship that is true though the ship was different it wasn't just the feeling of this will do for my mind i had feelings of being in an arena and holding a sword. I had feelings of piloting in a great war, and yet I am not a pilot. I have had other strange visions come to me of things crawling inside a head or brains upon brains upon brains. And again, that eternal search for something that says home. That Are any of them blue? <laughs> He kind of nods. If you're referring to the brain that was found without a body, that was the only blue that I encountered. Okay. Everything else in my encounterings, for lack of a better term, was not that. It was vibrant, past, present, future, kind of molded up, but very few of them were mine. It was as if I was borrowing another person's life for a moment or two and had to hand it back. Hmm. And this doesn't concern you that this is happening? It does concern me, but initially I took it as a strange phenomenon. I reported it. I'm waiting for any sort of report back that I might be able to investigate upon, as well as my own duties to observe, keep things orderly, report back to Main Central. Of which, this is what I'm doing. Have you experienced anything else beyond what happened now and what happened on the ship? OCC, uh, have we? I can't remember. I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Has Dooley? Um, no. No. Ty has, but Dooley doesn't know. Yes. That. Yep. But Ty isn't going to tell him about it. Because she doesn't trust him, and she also hasn't told Dooley or Mirgarat, so she's, yeah, I don't think, she, she's just going to keep that to herself for now. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> the book thing, yeah. Yeah. Since it happened then, and it happened now, there must have been another factor going on 
as well as the three of us. Because I do not believe that we were the only ones on the ship affected as such. I believe there was several people who mentioned issues, and most of them appearing in the wrong seat after that little vision, as it were. Mm. Yes. Oh. I guess we could try to make it happen again. I, like, (laughs) wave my hand in his face. (laughs) 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 He kind of looks at you and goes, we rangers are trained to walk where others dare not. And I still think that's a stupid idea. He's kind of like looks at, he's literally looking at your hand in almost terror. Fine, um, fine, fine, fine. Well, was it the three of us or the two of us? I, I reach out and, and grab hold of her arm. Okay. Give me a fortitude save. No, excuse me, a will save. That's going to be. Oh. Yeah, I don't know, you got to pull your character sheet up. Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I forgot. I should have it off my notes page up, but I forgot my character sheet. That's <laughs> okay. And you said wits or fortitude? Uh, will. Will save. Will. Will. All right. Oh, crud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. You're yeah, with two. <laughs> I, but, but I have the whole plus one bonus, you know, so... <laughs> Okay, so you're like, you're like, so let's take a look. You up your hands for a quick second, get prepped, and like, breathe for a second. Okay, grab the hand. Nothing happens. That answers that question. Mm-hmm. I look at the ranger, I'm like, so, it's something about you. Is it? That is... Odd. <sighs> Let us test that theory. And initially, he puts his hand on Ty... On the shoulder, initially, just kind of, because your hand is being taken up. So, give me a second. Mm-hmm. Okay. He puts his hand on the shoulder, and you could feel a little something, but it's not a lot. Not the same flash and inspiration and everything else like that. Just, that's there's something. I'm, I'm not a telepath, so I can't figure it out, but there's something. Something... Well. Do you know a telepath? I'm not a telepath. I'm definitely not a telepath. Trust me. Oh, oh. <laughs> I couldn't you tell? I couldn't tell if you said I know a telepath or I'm not a telepath. Not uh, a telepath. Yeah. So I, I look at the uh, the ranger and say, "Are do you do you know a telepath?" Well, there are several on board. The ships always carry. Uh, several telepaths in case there are business arrangements or anything else that must be done. I could investigate with the sh- the, uh, the standard issued telepath. I'm not sure who that is at the moment, but I'll find out. Uh, it's possible that there are other telepaths on board. It is said that there, if there is a Centauri on board, there is probably a telepath. Mimbari's telepaths are quite common, particularly amongst the religious caste. And there are a few other races with their own telepaths. So it's unknown if there are others on board. That's a lot of words to say yes or no. <laughs> I was just being thorough. I see. I don't really want telepaths from anywhere messing around in my head. Thank you. Mm. I understand. 
I would not want someone rooting around a mind such as yours as well. However, I... I kind of look, I look over at Ty and I raise an eyebrow. I'm like, clearly not sure if that was an insult or not. Yeah, neither am I. (laughs) (laughs) However, I can say with certainty that there are two things that I caught in my vision and what I saw this time and what you were asking me about before. Because uh, I believe uh, we've already gotten to the point where you asked him about looking for technomages, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says, I believe yes. there are... Yeah, we went back and forth on whether or not it was an actual necessary to have a technomage, so... Mm-hmm. He says, there was a couple of the other passengers who might be able to help. From my vision of being in the ring, I suspect that another, for lack of a better term, piece of the puzzle might be found in that mountain of a Drazi that was there. The uh, one in the all-white suit and strange mask. However, I believe you'll want to talk to... Excuse me. Pause as I look up names again, because I have to have these written down. Hold on a second. Where is... Here we go. You, there is a pair. A nard named Nari, and a human female named Ramona Freyden. There are words they used that feel like they should be investigated in this. I'm more than happy to talk to them myself, but I feel, he turns straight to Dooley, another Narn might be a better situation in this regard. Do you not agree? It's possible, but I'm not exactly in good standing with Narns. Do you feel that the human or the Narn would be more willing to talk to a Mimbari ranger of the ISA? No, I don't know. I I, I couldn't tell you. So, I don't know them. In that case, I leave it to you. Uh, Shall we say we join again in, say, three days' time right here, make reports, or otherwise you can find me when you need. I can always find you if I have any more information. Uh, yeah, my uh, I'll, I'll give him my room number. Mm-hmm. Um, where can we find the human and the Narn? Did I miss that part of the conversation? <laughs> no, not quite. Okay. Um, I believe you'll be able to find at least one of them on the casino deck. The others should be in second class. They're in the business suites. Interesting. Okay. Give me his names one more time. The names were Nari, that's N-A apostrophe R-I, that, and the other is Ramona Freyden. And I believe Ramona Freyden is an employee of, a registered employee of IPX. IPX mm-hmm. employees tend to have the badge. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, that I look mildly more point. interested in this conversation. <laughs> um, well... Sure, we'll meet back here in three days' time, then. Three days' time. If mm-hmm. you have any other questions or anything else, you know where to find me, and I know where to find you. He stands up, puts his hands together in the traditional Narn, uh, sorry, traditional Mimbari uh, triangle shape, bows a bit, until then. And he then, mm. as if like nothing else happened, gets up, walks back out to the promenade, and just continues to saunter down, as if he's patrolling 
uh, you know, as if he was some sheriff from a bad western. Mm. Wow, that was uh, <clears throat> an interesting use of our time. Did you have something else to do? I uh, I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Ty and Julie, solving mysteries <laughs> because life is boring. Is this how yeah, I was yeah. going to plan to solve? Is this how I plan to spend my vacation? No. Did this? Did I do this to myself? Yes, arguably. So here we go. <laughs> well, I guess go have some fun and gamble. Yes, mm. gambling sure. is fun. And look for a Narn and a human that are just hanging out. Well, we can take a little bit of time. Let's have some fun first. Sounds okay. good. Off so we go. You guys go spend some uh, money over at the casino. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I believe gamble is still listed as a skill. Is it? Oh dear. Let's find out. I didn't take it. See here. Uh, Um, Actually, I don't think it's listed as a skill, but I believe it's it was a skill and they incorporated into something else. Let me double check. I think it's subterfuge, maybe. Uh, I don't know. Because let's not lie, Babylon Five gambling happens a lot. Yeah. I mean, what else are you going to do in the middle of space? <laughs> well, again, there's shopping, there's investigation, and let's not lie, Ty, you found out found something to do very quickly in I space. I wasn't huh, going yes. to bring that up. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> and that's there's the thing. You would not be... meet other people. <laughs> so it depends on how friendly you are. There is that. Yeah. And you would not be the only person who would, who who is probably engaged in such such activities. So you know it is a vacation and all. Mm. Considering that there was a joke that I once heard from uh, somebody in uh, from uh, Wisconsin, uh, found out that they were a a swinger, and I asked them why are you a swinger, and his retired response was winter lasts for six months and football only lasts for three. <laughs> totally fair. <laughs> Yeah, subterfuge, I think, will work. Unless you have a profession gambler. No, no, I don't. Eh, not bad. Let's see here. Oh. All right. Oh, Julie did pretty good, and Sorcerer is not yeah. bad. Okay. Sorcerer, you don't end up losing anything. That's kind of the, the, the base, is that you don't end up losing any money. You kind of break even. That's okay. When you gamble, sometimes that's not bad at all. Mm. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Julie, you actually make about 100 credits back. Not bad. You know, not a bad day. Nice. There's a number of games to play here, and I won't go into all the details simply because there's too many to list, and Babylon 5 has their own strange games, which they will not tell me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> though I do love the fact that apparently poker was so popular uh, amongst the Centauri that when they closed the border and said nothing... And nothing non-Centauri can come uh, come into the border. They kept poker, changed the spelling of it, and claimed that it was a Centauri game taught to the humans. That sounds right. <laughs> <laughs> so you gamble for a bit. You keep your eye out for. Uh, well, let's both uh, both of you guys give me a notice check. Mm. <laughs> All right. You say that as in, like, well, I have no points in it, so... <laughs> this should go super good. 
13, not bad. And then Dooley. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I put a few points into it, plus it's a synchronicity skill, so. Nice. <laughs> While you're all gambling, Dooley, again, the notice helps, you know, with the keeping track of the cards and the dice and a few other details. Hey, that's, you, get, you get a couple extra creds out of it. However, while you're there, you will notice a few things. One, there are a couple of hollow posters. The hollow posters are basically, might as well be posters, but they're done with a holographic, it's essentially like a TV screen that will just replay posters or change everything on a dime if they want to. Hmm. These holographic posters, however, showcase various events going on around uh, the ship during its voyage, one of which is a f- between Kaluta and uh, Kaluta and Pakar, a match for the ages, they say, one of many events of k- prowess, fighting, and combat that is available for a small fee. Basically looks like uh, the giant mountain uh, masked Drazi and a fairly sizable bulky Narn are two of the main attractions for some sort of fight going down. So that one's scheduled for two days from now. Also, apparently, odds are on... uh, The home odds are on the Narn, because the Narn has had uh, a Bakar. He's had more wins over the years. However, because of his size and strangeness, uh, Kaluta is also currently the favored amongst betting pools. So you notice that. You notice the Abai delegation, who were also on the ship, playing a couple of games not too far off. Mostly it's, for lack of a better term, the woman in charge. The female in charge, who has an entourage with her of a couple of males and uh, one female. While she's basically doing all the gambling, the rest of them are seeing to her needs while she's there. But yes, you do eventually find, after asking a couple of questions, there are a number of Narn there which is good. Very well-dressed Narn, by the way. Number of humans. I mean, again, the one thing about humans, when it comes to looking at them from the point of view of other species, humans are freaking rabbits. They multiply like crazy. (laughs) They, you know, other races, you know, they have a couple of kids a year, you know, every so often. You may get like two, maybe three kids at a time. And then you hear about the humans. Who can have one child? They can have three child. And occasionally they have 12. Who does that? Um, Yeah. And they keep trying to keep them alive. Not like other species where if they have a a, a slew or a litter of kids, they do that because they figured at least two of them are going to, two of the three are going to die off. So you better have spares. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So to find humans everywhere, not uncommon. Absolutely not uncommon. To find human as the, for lack of a better term, dominant species in numbers, again, not uncommon unless you're in territories of other alien species. You know, again, if you're in the Narn worlds, if you're in Centauri worlds, Abai, and all the rest of them, those are going to be the dominant species. Any place else to, to find hundreds of humans amongst other, other races, not uncommon anywhere. But yet, there's a number of them there. They're actually, uh, the ones that kind of caught your eye, though, was there are a couple of humans, male and female, with a number of Narns at a, uh, is a Narn 
gambling game that is somewhere between spin the bottle, Russian roulette, and oh, what's that other word? And Bakara. It's a very strange, bizarre game that kind of involves putting your own self at risk. Not like you're going to put yourself out of your misery, but for little challenges and little, you know, punches here and there or other, you know, humiliations in an attempt to gain favor and try to win more and larger pot and so forth. It's not a game normally found um, outside of Narn, but if, if you go to any reputable casino... I can tell you this. There are games you've never heard of that are popular other places that they're playing there because they want your money. The number of Gao tables alone. But yeah, it's a very strange game that a couple of humans are playing, but amongst them, this is where the high notice came up, at least one of them is wearing an IPX badge. Okay. Uh, IPX is Interplanetary Expeditions. They right. are... Uh, for those who don't know, since we are recording this, IPX is the organization that is one half archaeologists, one half grave robbers, and one half uh, technological developments. They go off to other planets deliberately to dig up dead and lost civilizations in the hopes of finding technological discoveries they made that we haven't yet. So they have a mixed reputation. Um, I will go stand by the Narn with the IPX. It was a Narn, right? There's actually one Narn and three humans. Okay, so I'm going to go stand kind of behind the Narn with the IPX badge. I'll, okay. I'll motion to uh, Ty, jerk my head in that direction to let her know that that's where I'm going. I kind of linger. I don't wander over there because I'm a Brakiri, so why would I go talk to those people? If that makes sense. <laughs> it does. You're, you're letting the Narn talk to the Narn. Makes, it, makes, it makes a form of sense, particularly even though Babylon 5, again, mentions a lot about how the ISA is about building together and bringing people together, all different races and unification, all the rest of that. There's still quite a bit of racism uh, going on amongst the, the various species because, well, it happens. I mean, it's not uh, racism. I just don't know. It's like I wouldn't walk up to someone's table at the bar and, like, start talking to them. That would be weird. But it's less weird if they're the same species, I guess. I don't know. Well, it's, more it's, sort of, it's more of a cultural thing than a species thing because – Yes. Y- yes. Y- yeah. yeah. For me, if I, was in a, if I was in a bar full of, full of geeks – I could walk. I could walk up to any table. And go, hey guys, did you see the latest? They would go, oh yeah, yeah, sure, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. You know, if I wandered into, um, say, uh, a Buddhist temple, I would be lost. Yeah. So I, I'm not gonna say anything yet. I'm just kind of hovering in the back. I'm a little nervous and, and probably almost holding my breath because I don't recognize this Narn, but I don't know if they recognize me. Mm, so question. I'm just kind of holding back. So uh, give me a quick sense motive. <laughs> Damn! Okay, so uh, that's a 30. <laughs> a 30 that's on a roll of a natural 20. I know technically that doesn't yes. supposed to count for a lot, but... Damn. Uh, you know, there, there are some things I'm good at. <laughs> I have a negative one to athletics, but sense motive I'm pretty good at. <laughs> 
you take a moment, you you start reading them, and you start reading the room. So there's the one with the the one Narn with the IPX badge on. He, you know, flashes his eyes your way initially with the whole "Is there somebody coming to play? Do we have to get another chair?" Uh, situation, but uh, also the "Is somebody behind me so they can read my cards?" kind of situation. But you can kind of see that flick of not quite recognition, but definitely the "I know you." Maybe not know you by name or reputation, but I've seen you before. A couple of the other Narn also look in your direction. Most of them are just like, uh, one in sort of thing, or, uh, you know, I'm kind of busy here. Two of which, at least kind of, it's not the stink eye, and it's not an open get the hell out. It's close to the mind your P's and Q's, or there's going to be a problem. Mm. Okay, so I am just kind of hovering back, not to the point where it looks like I'm trying to help anybody cheat or anything like that. I'm just going to hover back for a few minutes. I'm going to try and give the attitude of someone watching the play so I can learn. Okay. You know, Um, like, make sure I look confused every now and then, and then have a moment of, oh, that's why type of thing. So. Give me a bluff check. I knew that was coming. <laughs> well, the dice are really like you today. This is not my other character, obviously, who rarely gets double digits in anything. So, yes, yes a 29. <laughs> okay. So, you do the usual, hmm, okay. Yeah, all right. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. You do this for a little bit. Thankfully, you do not do, if you had got rolled a one, you would have done the, ah, oh, I see. Hmm, so that's how it's done. Okay. I will... <laughs> Eventually, after about five, ten minutes of watching, and it's really weird watching this game, but it is essentially, like I said, it's one part Baccarat, seeing who's winning by, uh, by a card flip and so forth, one part spin the bottle in Russian roulette, where the inner... Uh, uh, Indicator, which is kind of a knife-like object, is spun, in this case, on a table, very similar to a roulette wheel, and it comes to land on a various person who then either has to offer up uh, a physical challenge, a mental challenge, or pay. Uh, And those who are issued the challenge, again, spun again, uh, uh, can take take the challenge, pay to rescind the challenge, uh, and other people at the table will bet as to whether or not the person who will accept the challenge, complete the challenge, or rescind the challenge. And it's all kind of also done in a pot system, too, which is kind of interesting. So, again, one part Baccarat, one part poker, one part spin the bottle, one part uh, Russian roulette. The Narns think this is fun as hell, apparently. Uh, the humans who are there are also kind of enjoying themselves, for lack of a better term. Uh, there is one human, though, one of the humans, male, wearing the IPX sticker, looks over and says, oh, I think we have a, a seventh. And he, and he motions over to Julie. This then brings a little couple of words from some of the other darns going, she's not playing with us. And one of the other going, what do you mean? The other one says, she is not playing with us. And the one with the IPX badge goes, what, what are you referring to? I've been away for too long for you to to start this weirdness. I have a reason to be here, you know. 
And they look over and say, we understand your reason to be here. But do you not see the um, the word is not available in the Narn language? But basically, it translates halfway between traitor, betrayer, honorless, and unclean. Um, but it's not yeah, like... I'll just kind of hold up my hands and say, no, I, I don't need to play the game. I'll turn to the, to the there was the human with the IPX badge there, yeah. There are several of them, but there was a male, sorry, two males, a female, and uh, yeah, and the rest are all arms. So I'll I'll look at the female and I'll say I I don't mean to interrupt your game, but are you Miss Frayden? Both the uh, Narn with the IPX and her kind of look up. She says, uh, "Yes, uh, can I?" She actually says, "Yes, I am." Uh, Nutty. And then she speaks perfect Narn uh, oh. for, uh, for a moment. And while you speak Narn, you, she says, um, do you know this person? Uh, to Nutty. Nutty went, I believe that was on the shuttle, uh, that person was on a shuttle with us. And she says, is this something that I need to call the authorities about? And she, he just kind of shakes his head, no. She also then turns the other ones the other Narn says, is she a danger or is she just castless? And they just kind of grunt, spit, and she's like, okay, I get it. She uh, hands over her cards, says the equivalent of, well, I'm out anyway. <laughs> um, the funny thing is that when she puts down her cards, you see the other part of this, which is an optional part of the game. She basically takes her finger out of a caddy that is wired to the table itself which acts as one part a uh, truth detector in case the verbal challenge has been given or an electrical shock device in case a physical challenge is given. And so she just unpies that. She pats the Nari on the shoulder and says, I'll, I'll take care of this. Let's see what's going on. Uh, Nari goes over, careful, watch your wallet. We don't know. She says, I'm not an idiot. <sighs> she comes up to you, again, speaking perfect Narn, how can I help you? I was directed to you, and I, I start waving over to, to Ty. I was directed to you by the ranger. Oh, let me look at my notes. Aparo. Um, Aparo. Aparo. You might have some general information. Um, am I, I assume I'm close enough to hear everything, because otherwise why would I be there? But I don't, like, wander over. I'm just kind of, like... In the background, drinking a drink, pretending to watch TV. <laughs> okay, so I, out of character, I know we just went through this, but our, yeah, I can't quite remember. My br- I think my brain is still frozen. That's okay. Um, <laughs> can't blame me. Oh, it's so cold. <laughs> we, uh, and I grew up in Minnesota. This <laughs> is still cold. Mm. Um, we, these two weren't. Wait, were they the 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 telepaths? No. I'm confused. The 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 people that you encountered uh, in the undersection were two humans, a male and a female. Uh, no, no, wearing... I know that these aren't those telepaths, but I'm trying to remember specifically what Aparo said about them. Oh, oh, uh, they may know more about techno mages. Oh, uh, yes. Okay. Yeah, uh, that's why I'm not wandering over there because I think the techno mage thing is stupid at best. Stupid. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> <laughs> so I will, I will turn to her and I'll say, yes, we we were 
I, I, I was directed to um, by the Ranger Aparo. Some you might be able to help me out with some information. Well, what what kind of information? Um, a techno mage. <laughs> I'm in need of a techno mage. She blinks for a few seconds and then techno mage. And why exactly are you looking for one? I can't really go into details. I have some information I'm following on, and the information may lead to a Technomage. She nods for a second. So she says, well, that's big enough. Well, <laughs> I, I did say I couldn't go into details. <laughs> she looks over. Nari, what? How are you winning? Uh, I'm up 40, 400 credits. She says, cash out. We're on the clock. And she looks over. Oh. We are on the clock, aren't we? She and she crosses her hands in front of her, not like the you know crossing arms of I'm I'm in charge here, but more of the the very petite, polite, and very businesslike crossing your hands in front of her. We are on the um, clock, are we not? Right now, are we? Well, that depends on the fees. I like shake my head in the background, like no, <laughs> <laughs> not like not no, but like, absolutely not. <laughs> This is not going on my bank statement. I'm not sure what to do here. Uh, so, but this is up to Julie. What is Julie? You just said well, what's that's the fees? why she asked him. Well, yeah, it depends on your fees. Uh, Navarro stands up, says, "Our usual fee somewhere starts for the basics of a hundred credits an hour, but that's even for you know for consultant work." And how long does it take to find a techno mage? He, he, he looks over, he, holding his chips, by the way, in an armful, and he says, we've been looking for several years. How much can you afford? Well, I do have a government expense account, but I doubt it's accessible here. So you don't know techno mages, is what you're saying. She looks over, Nari, I think we're in uh, uh, audition mode. I hate, I hate audition mode. Very well, very well. So, she looks at her. First, you're going to buy us a drink. Second, I may see... Uh, during that time, we can discuss the, our business arrangement. And if you wish to include a telepath to make sure that this business arrangement is correct, that is perfectly fine, but that's also on your dime. Second, we can discuss our work, but we will not discuss anything of critical detail as we will be giving away uh, corporate secrets. Do you understand? Yes. Do you agree to these conditions? Yes. Very well. I'll, ta- I'll take a sunsar- uh, Sunset Slim, and uh, my friend here will take a Kudrak. All right. I uh, wave down, you know, a waiter and put in the order, and so I miss the yeah. table. Okay. It basically will cost you about 20 credits anyway to, you know, a couple of drinks yeah. at the table. Uh, but, yeah, because you, you basically leave the casino to go get – the, leave the casino floor to get to a uh, rest area, which essentially is a bar with nicer tables. Yeah. And yeah, waitress will come over, uh, take your order, come back with drinks a few moments later. Once the drinks are down, I keep the receipts. I don't know if they'll do many good, but this should be an interesting test. <laughs> Just kind of wander along a few feet, like pretty far in the background and just go back to doing the same thing, like pretending to watch TV and drinking. 
Okay, fair enough. In earshot, but okay. not like super close. Well, yeah. you'd have uh, as anybody who's ever been to some of these casinos will tell you, uh, is it, you can be within earshot, but that's pretty close because they keep things a little loud, or boisterous, specifically so that a you feel energized to continue to gamble, but also b that you don't feel there's a lull any place and feel the need to go sleep. They want you there, they want you cognizant, and they want you gambling. Um, it's pretty crowded. It's a little well, a little crowded, a little boisterous. So for you to be nonchalantly at the bar listening in, you'd have to be literally at the bar, which again is fine. There's there's a couple spots you can be in, kind of listen in. It's not you won't get the greatest reception in the world. Uh, you probably need a, a, a notice check to uh, to get a good listen in. But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean I'll be able to hear if there's like a fight or something, which is really all I care about because again, Ty just thinks this is a total waste of time, so she's not that interested in the details here, and she's not paying for any of it, so she's really not interested in the details here. Fair enough. <laughs> she's just making sure Dooley isn't going to get, like, stabbed by these people. That's really it. <laughs> I have this funny feeling that after this conversation that, like, Ty is going to, uh, once the other people leave, Ty's going to walk up to uh, 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 Dooley and kind of do the situation of, I still think you're an idiot. Uh, oh, probably. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes. All right. Uh-huh. So I, you know, pay for their drinks and kind of give them the okay. Well, then look and and see what they say. Okay. They kind of say okay. Have the drinks. I believe our clock starts now. And she literally pulls out an old-fashioned pocket watch, uh, like like a pocket watch that has a stop stopwatch feature. She kind of. Pops open the front, clicks a few buttons, and all of a sudden the stopwatch parts. She puts it in the middle of the table and says, all right, so how can we begin with your assistance of looking for a technomage? What exactly are you looking for, and how can we be of assistance in this particular uh, situation? Well, seeing as we are now on the clock and confidentiality is in place, I, I am charged with finding the source of a drug that is devastating to the Narn people at this particular point in time. And my analysis has led me to believe that the drug would require a Technic Mage in order to create it. Just kind of a nod and kind of, hmm, that is intriguing. We've heard rumors of things like potions and alchemical processes and hyperpharmacology that might apply to a technomage's repertoire, but a substance that I'm guessing if it's you've been sent to find the source of, that means it's been industrialized. So that would mean that this is a very intensive substance. This would be fascinating if it was technomage, uh, technomage produced. So, okay, this would be fascinating. I one word for it, yes. <laughs> Well, then Nari looks over and says, I understand your reasoning, and I understand that you're trying to keep Narn safe from the rest of this, and I would very much appreciate this. But I also share the same sentiment with my colleague here, that this is fascinating on an intellectual basis. While we do know that technomages exist, there's been documented evidence of them and their creations for many years, we have not been able to find the source of them either. 
And that is part of our mission is to go out to various places to find more evidence of Technomage devices, Technomage creation, uh, even how they've learned their various skills and technologies in our – he pauses for a second – very obviously not saying subtle words – our endeavors. Yeah. See, here's the thing. I don't care about any of that. I just care about finding the source for this drug. I don't care about the source of Technomages. I just want to find one that can tell me if what I have concluded so far as possible, and then potentially if they know of the person who may be doing it. Your mission may be to find the source of Technomages. Good luck with that. Um <laughs> Mine is a little bit more pinpointed and potentially realistic. In other words, we're both looking for a strange foreign group that has eluded the visions of others for a very long time, but has left small bits of their own trail through the ages. It's just that yours is ours are fabled wizards who have made appearances here and there, and yours is a drug lord. Yes, but I'm not looking for the whole group. I'm just looking for one. Not, Navi looks same with us. We find one, we can find the larger group. And even with your situation, if you were to find one producer, you would then have to find out who they were producing with. And then you have to find out the extent of how they got their chemical formula themselves, as well as how they uh, distributed all the rest of it. You're not looking for one, you're looking for a group. And I think we can both conclude that if we find one, we'll find the group. So, now if you want us to take a look at your take a look at your findings, we will definitely verify that based based on the information we have. We have been studying all manner of technomage encounters for the last five or six millennia. Most Nardi Nardi looks up, most of it has been beyond the Narn people. It's not like the Narn people have had many encounters with technomages over the years, but the Centauri have. So we think there may be a link there somewhere along the way. And they said, but hopefully, if this is the case, if you want to drink, uh, present your findings to us to, for us to verify based on what we have encountered, we're more than happy to do so. For the correct price. If you just want our evaluation, it's going to cost you a thousand. And that will give you a simple yes or no, you're on the right track or you're not on the right track. We're willing to put out the, the various uh, I, the various NDAs if you wish. I want to take a moment to kind of read him. Does he look like he's doing this strictly because it's business and he still wants to keep me at a 10-foot pole? Or does he look like he may have changed his mind slightly due to the information I've given him? Uh, go ahead and give me a notice check. Excuse me. Uh, Sense motive. Thank you. That's the word I'm looking for. Mm, not too good. 17. 17. Yeah. From what you can tell, it, things are very much business to him. And you've told him that there is a drug ravaging the Norn people. Well, what hasn't been ravaging the Narn people for the last several centuries? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, make the list. At the same time, he seems to be a guy who's more interested in his own work. So this is business right now. Mm. All right. Let me think on it. I now know my options and I will get back to you. She uh, pulls out uh, a card. This is our room card. You're uh, welcome to leave a message on our system. We'll get back to you. Uh, Otherwise, we're either going to be Busy here, 
busy uh, with our own studies or otherwise active. All right. All right. She takes a drink, throws whatever she hasn't drunk back. He kind of does the same. And his drink, again, is a a large, well, it's about the size of a coffee, uh, uh, Irish coffee mug. And he just kind of throws it back, bubbles and all. And not just like little phosphor, you know, little uh, uh, champagne bubbles, but like, Bubble, bubble, doil and trouble. I, you know, someone dropped dry ice in a in a cup, sort of bubbles. He just kind of throws it back, shivers her a little bit, and goes, "Ah, they do good stuff here. I'll give it that." Clacks the table though. She just kind of looks up at him and goes, "It looks up at him, looks at you, and says, see what I have to work with.' Uh, anyway, we'll let you." Uh, uh, she she then says, "Well, clock is over." Takes her stop uh, takes her pocket watch, clicks the button, stops it. For the time. Closes the lid, puts it back in her in a, in a pocket, and she says, "Well, we eagerly wait doing business with you. In the meantime, enjoy your stay." And she goes back. She, she starts again talking to him and Narn, essentially saying, "Now, when we get back there, stop, stop doubling down on the eights. The eights never work out." <laughs> I wander over to uh, Ty and I say, "So, um, I need to send a message out. If you want to stay and enjoy." Gambling, you can, but I'll, I'll be back. It shouldn't take me long to run to the post. No, I need to make a phone call too. Actually, oh, okay. I um pay for my drink, drinks, mm-hmm. drink. It's, 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 it's five creds. It's not bad. That's yeah, all right. Perkins, you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, you're getting. You're not exactly getting the best. Of the best, as it were. So you know, five a five dollar drink is not uncommon. Pies doesn't have good taste anyway. <laughs> well, doesn't necessarily have to have bad taste. It's just not as refined a palate as something else. Because if let's not lie, when it comes to things like beer or whiskey, there are the things that people know, like Budweisers or Coors. Compare that with German Hefeweizen or Triple Bock or something else like that. Again, there's one which is that's eh, fine. It's good. People seem to like it. And then there's the Okay, people who know like this stuff. So, you know, you're probably closer to the first because, again, readily available. Everyone knows where the various different things are. That's good. Anyway, I pay for my drink and off we go. <laughs> okay, sorry about that. Uh, so, so, yeah, you pay for the drink. <clears throat> so we, we head up to a communication hub. There's a couple of communi- – again, you the, you sent the p- messages last time to, for that, you know, essentially like a post office essentially. But, yeah, you go to make your your reports. If Ty is looking to make a phone call, phone call, in other words, like somebody through a video screen, even though you're in hyperspace, it's a lot more expensive, but you, you will get one-on-one communication. It's okay. This is one of the only things I'm willing to spend extra money on. Okay. I wander off and go call my kid for a while, which I do every week, mm-hmm. standard week, and leave Tuli to her own devices. <laughs> I'm just going to file a quick report. I'm going to include the receipt, and I want to see if they actually send me funds. Fair enough. This is a test. You know, 20 <laughs> credits? Let's see what they do. Because before I ask for a 1,000 credits to do something, now granted, I haven't asked for money since the event. Mm-hmm. So, before I ask for a thousand credits, I want to see if they will at least pay me twenty. Want to see who has access to your accounts and all the rest of that? Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so uh, I'm pulling up information for price-wise a few things, but yeah. So you put in for the account, you say, you know, how much are you going to pay me, all the rest of that. You'll have to wait back to receive a response, and that's a really, really good question. How old was your, How old is your kid right about now, Ty? Uh, he is 10. Okay. So, and I uh, no, was he living with his dad or with, because uh, I, think, I think that's what you said, his, his dad currently has him? Yeah, he lives with his dad. Okay. His dad is raising him. Uh, and your relationship with your ex is not great, but not bad, correct? Neutral. This is a yeah. different ex from the other one. Okay, There's yeah. more than one ex involved here. But yeah, this one is pretty neutral. I mean, we get along because we have a kid, and if we openly hated each other, it would be a little awkward. But we're not like like romantic feelings or anything there. Kind of business as usual. Hey, how you doing? Oh, yeah, the kid did this. Okay, cool. And yeah, See you next week. Pretty much. Just okay. checking in. Talking so, to your kid real quick like a decent-ish parent. <laughs> Fair enough. So, yeah, when you call, initially you get him. And he's, oh, hey, how's how's the job? And you're like, eh, it's fine. I'm assuming you, you ask uh, to see the kid, uh, talk to the, your, your kid. Real quick, yes, that's the point. I'm not here to call my ex. I figured as much for a chat. Mm-hmm. So he shows up. He's uh, in a decent uh, suit. In Bercari society, it's like I said, it's one half corporatocracy, one half gangster. So having him in essentially a uniform that does not look unlike a suit uh, works well. Kind of like how uh, British boarding schools, you know, you have to have the tie, you have to have the blazer. And the, the, the button down, even though you're in short pants or whatever. Makes sense. Uh, but yeah, so he's decently dressed, so it looks like he's doing fine. And he's happy to see you, as always. You, he starts talking. You know how 10-year-olds can be. They don't usually want to know what's going on with your life. Immediately, they just start talking about what's in theirs. Mm-hmm. Did you just want to check in with him, see how he's doing? Or, is just the, and, or did you want yeah, to connect? Yeah, it's basically just like, I mean, we talk every week, so it's, you know check on how school's going and listen to him talk about whatever it is for a few minutes and then talk next week because, I mean, I've been doing this his whole life, so he's used to it. We're both used to it. He's pretty used to it, and he's always excited to talk to you. And uh, He mentioned that he's getting decent grades. He's having a couple of problems with some of his bio classes and his uh, structural engineering classes. It's just kind of avoiding him or anything else, but um, one thing you can say about your kid, and you don't know who got it, where he got it from, but his financial statistics course uh, aced every year. The kid knows uh, how to view markets like nobody's business, and he's ten. So I, mean, I am pleased with this because I don't really want my kids to be a space trucker like I am. <laughs> But yeah, so in deference to your character and in deference to the fact that I haven't written anything in this particular regard, we'll just kind of breeze over that and say, okay, you had a good conversation. Uh, but yes, were this a cinematography, this would have been, uh, or a TV show, this would be the point where Ty gets in the cabinet, closes the door, makes sure she's isolated so that she has kind of a brief moment of emotional connection because of what she feels uh, for her kid and everything else like that. And it's a kind of way to reconnect with herself as well as to her child uh, and make life seem reasonable again. And then once the call is over and, you know, the usual things you guys always do when you sign off, you know, everyone has those little traditions. You kind of sign it off, take a moment, 
the gruff face comes right back on. You open the door. Uh, so, yeah. But it's a, a good conversation, but it's expensive. Let's see. Anyway, let's just say uh, 40 credits for the for the contact. Again, it wasn't long. Probably a 10-minute conversation. Yeah, sounds right. Yeah. But, again, you're doing uh, point-to-point uh, through hyperspace. Not cheap, but not bad. And since you're only doing, like I said, like a Essentially, a collect international call. It's not so bad. Yeah, that's um, a weekly thing. I budget for it, probably. Considering you did actually re- recently make a, a ten grand. I'm from not the... that stressed about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got ten grand coming from this current job you're doing because that's what you uh, quoted uh, Mirgrat and Julie. Oh no, that was fourteen this... grand, but I collected ten from <laughs> from Benny. Benny. Yes, yeah. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm doing okay out of this deal. <laughs> yeah, the drug deal that you had to deal with, which left you, you know, physically scarred. Yeah, that great payday. Mm. Uh, <laughs> totally worth it. <laughs> anyway, I go looking for Dooley afterwards. Okay. You know what? I'm going to have some fun here. Mm. So, and besides the fact, yes, you're all warned. The cards are coming out. So, excuse me. After a few minutes waiting to see if there's a response. Uh, there actually is a response from... Oh, wow. The, yeah. So this is the point where you were wondering, because uh, for your character, and yes, Ty does not know this, you did not know who had access to your exact status at the moment. Uh, as far as you knew, everybody who knew what who and what you were is long dead. Ooh. Oh, oh, oh. Okay. Oh. Somebody just die. <laughs> I heard a loud <laughs> crashing voice. Oh, yeah, I heard that too. Everything fighting. okay on your end? Yeah, cats are fighting. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> they just knocked everything off the table. I was wondering, are they fighting in Mecca? So, you get a message back. It says that there was a... The refunds... The, the, the 20 credits was refunded. Actually... One second. Oh, yeah. It wasn't 20 creds that was refunded. It was 2,000. Oh. Um, oh. <laughs> the creds okay. also came with what was essentially a fax note. I mean, the, yeah. thank you, retrofuturism. But essentially it's a fax note of uh, a telegram that was, here's the money, here's the transfer information, here is your wanted poster, and... <laughs> Uh, uh, a warning that while they are giving you this money right now, they understand that you are probably using this for illicit manner and under the uh, current laws of uh, the Narn banking and the Bank of Mercury in association with the ISA, none of your assets have been frozen. However, the wanted poster was sent your way to let you know that, sure, you have access to all your money. And when you access it, we know exactly where you are. That's what I was afraid of. But your bank statement actually reads 283,000. 283,000 or 2,083? Mm-hmm. 283,000. Wow. Your uh, wanted bounty, by the way, is 500,000. Hmm. All right. I am going to go back to my cabin. <laughs> I'm going to write a report that basically 
states everything from the last very detailed report I wrote back on Babylon 5 mm-hmm. up until now. Okay. Including the information on how this affects Pakmara and the Pakmara government is extremely interested in assisting us and how I have been made part of the investigative team on the Pakmara. You know, I, I forget the wording they use, but yeah. You're, you've been, you're part of the pod of the Pakmara for the investigation team. Yes. Okay. okay. So you, you, you go back, write the report. This is going to take a little bit of time, which is fine. Uh, mm-hmm. While you're doing that, what is Ty up to? By the way, Ty probably, in, in true cinematic fashion, had the, you know, had the great emotional phone call, put her gruff face back on, opened the door, and that's what you found to Lee looking over the statement that, you know, this is what are, what's currently in her account, that the transfer has been made, and uh, the wanted poster for her couldn't look more like a techno version of an old Western wanted poster. The words wanted, bounty, you know, front face, side face, crimes listed below. Can I read the crimes? Give me a quick notice. My best skill. <laughs> <laughs> well, you can't read some of the finer details. Some of the big ones kind of jump out at you a little bit. Normally, again, I would say no, but again, for purposes of uh, plot, to which this is, not going to lie, one of the ones was drug smuggling. Mm-hmm. Did you see any others? Let me make a quick roll myself. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, drug smuggling, narcotics, narcotics arrests, one count of murder apparently has been added to this, and the rest you can't really see. Wait, one count of murder? What's this? Murder? Drug smuggling? (gasps) More changes to be made? Perhaps, once again, Ty and Duli have themselves another buddy cop situation as they delve deeper and deeper into both Dooley's past and the underworld before them. But do not take my word for it. Join us next time. Next time, yes, you will find me right here unless uh, the Emperor calls for me, which I'm expecting a call any day now. Please call me. Thank you, dear Emperor. Until then, I am Padini Foglio, your storyteller, and I wish to see you again. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have had 48 drinks and must lie down now. And that's where we end this week. I want to thank everyone for joining us. I hope you will continue to join us every two weeks for another episode of Odyssey, a Babylon 5 story. If you have questions, comments, constructive criticism, or just want to say hi, then you can find us at temporalplaygrounds.com slash odyssey or email at temporalplaygrounds at gmail.com. Babylon 5 was created by J. Michael Straczynski and is owned by Warner Brothers Domestic Television. The Babylon 5 role-playing game was produced by Mongoose Publishing utilizing the OGL Open Gaming License of D20. Our theme music was composed by Evan King. The song Titan Striker is available on YouTube, social media, and at evankingmusic.com. Please see his website for more information. Again, I am Daniel, and I thank you for joining us on this adventure. Good night, and keep dreaming.